All right, everybody, can I have your attention, please? If you want to get a snack, you can go get a snack, come back to your seat. If you want to stand up, shake off some of your sleepiness, tiredness, stand up. If you want to wiggle in your chair, wiggle in your chair. Um, if you want to do a cartwheel, I don't know if we can. Maybe in the back. Yeah, I don't know. That might be. <laughs> All right. So my name is John Q. Um, that is down there is my colleague, Alex. We go by Consult Q&A. I'm John Q. That's Alex. Q&A, questions and answers. You consult with us about anything that you need musically or music business-wise, whatever. Um, but yeah, so that's my colleague Alex down there. I'm going to introduce myself and then I'm going to have everybody else introduce themselves. So I'm John Q. What I do, um, I'm a professor here at Valencia College. I teach digital audio workstations, so Pro Tools. If you're in the music, the thing that we use to record music or you can mix uh, movies in, 7.1 surround sound, all kind of that audio nerdy stuff. And then uh, outside of that, I've used to teach um, AV production. That's what I currently do for work as well. Outside of teaching, I work for this man right here in the middle, doing AV production at um, one of the biggest clubs in Central Florida. So that's lighting and sound. And then um, I, I run, well, me and Alex do Consult Q&A, which is a consulting company. Outside of that, I manage an artist named I Marquise. You may have heard of him. He made the coronavirus song with Cardi B. Maybe. Maybe you've heard. Maybe not. Okay, so I, man <laughs> I manage that guy. Um, we've also worked with Meg Thee Stallion, Phony People. Um, if you've heard of Phony People, if not, they're really dope. Um, we've a bunch of, bunch of other people. I forgot some of their names. But, <laughs> we, you know, I, on, on the business side, I've worked with it with the contracts and the lawyers and stuff. So, I do that as well. Um, outside of that, live stream, I DJ, and multifaceted uh, jack of all trades. And now I'm gonna jump over to all my other friends who I wanna thank for being here, short notice. Thank you for coming. <laughs> um, we wanna start, I'm gonna let this man reintroduce himself again if you wanna stand. Yeah, stand up. We need some life in here. If y'all wanna stand. If y'all wanna stand and do a bow as well when he introduces something. Right. <laughs> Um, hey y'all, hi again. Uh, I'm Palmer. Uh, I played a song for y'all earlier. Uh, I make music, singer, songwriter, producer. I started DJing as well. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I seen you. Know you I seen you in the streets. You know what I'm saying? I be outside. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm just happy to be here. A lot of these guys are my friends. I know them from being in the city and performing and doing my thug fizzle. So I appreciate John for asking me to be here. Uh, and I love you guys. And that's it. The Precious. So, hi guys. Um, they call me Socks with the X at the end. Um, I am a music video director and a music video producer. Um, I produce probably some of the music videos that y'all are watching like today. And um, probably directed and yell at your favorite artist. That's just what I do. <laughs> Which um, ones? Rod Wave, Roddy Rich, uh, Kodak. I mean, you know, Florida stuff. Um, and pretty much, I've also worked with, or really for, the boss. Um, yep, and then, <laughs> and worked with everybody over here too. So like, um, yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's about it. Thanks guys. 
I guess it's my turn. How do I come after that? Um, my name is Brittany Elise. I'm the marketing director for eight venues in downtown Orlando, one of them being the Beach in Orlando. I also work for the boss. The this boss. man. <laughs> I work for this man. Um, I started off with radio uh, over 10 years ago. Yeah. I was a radio personality. I've done digital media marketing. Um, I work for iHeart, Beasley Broadcasting, CBS, and I also run my own concert series, which Palmer has definitely been on several of our shows before. Oh. I guess I don't need to introduce myself since everybody knows me. But uh, my name is James. Everybody knows me as Dro. Um, I own, I'm part owner of eight venues downtown, Beecham, Social, Arrow, Patio, um, 64 North. Um, Planet Pizza also on that. Um, the corner. The corner. Yeah, you know the corner. <laughs> um, what else I do? Um, recently, I opened up an ATM business because of my my success in other areas, and also opened a um, car service recently in the past month. So, you know, just expanding, getting outside the um, music industry, and doing other things. So, that's who I am. The boss. The boss. The boss. The boss. Hey guys, my name is Jennifer, and I'm the only one that doesn't work for Dro. <laughs> but we do like work together because we're in the same field. I actually own my own company called Fusion and Company. We do live music production for artists, like local artists. So before the artists get to the next level, we try to help them here. Um, I also have a nonprofit, and we feed the homeless. We provide healthcare, housing. Anything you can think of that a homeless person will need, we try to get it to them. And I am in the Airbnb business, so I take all my money and flip it into Airbnb so I can not work. Right. <laughs> so that's what I do. <laughs> Yay. Um, I'm Alex. I'm the other half of Consult Q&A. Um, I've been a professor now for about seven years, and I'm working at... I've been at Valencia for like <laughs> 15 or 16 years. Wow. I started... All the way at the bottom is like work study and then work into working in the studio. I've been in the record. Well, you guys know that we have like a recording studio here, right? Um, yeah. Uh, it's all the way on the other end of the campus. It's um, about a mile now, walk. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm like, I'm the professor of music production. I teach the mastering class. I teach the mixing class. Um, anything that's re like related to making music and like mixing it. Um, I have a hand in that, so, yeah. All right. Questions already? All right. It's called the Desire Foundation, Inc. The Desire Foundation, Inc. All right, so now that we had all of our guests introduce themselves, I would like for them to tell y'all, or I would like to ask them and then <laughs> tell y'all how they started. So, if we can, let's start on the opposite row. Alex, we don't need you. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we'll, we'll start I'm with here Jennifer. For support now. <laughs> because me and, me and Jennifer have a personal relationship with how she started into where she is now. So uh, I would, low key. All of us. Low key, high key. But uh, Jennifer, can you share with us how you started? Like, what was your first, what were you doing when you first was like, I want to be who I am today? Okay. Um, 2014. How old were you? <laughs> I don't know. I had just graduated out of high school, actually, because I graduated in 2013. I'm 28, by the way. And um, 
I was just kind of like, man, like I have so many friends that make music, but there's really nothing for them to perform at that isn't like the Beecham, where you have to have a lot of money to perform at. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you had to work your way to work at to perform at the beach. So I was like, how can I do something that would allow me to do something bigger than what I think I can do? Because at the time, there wasn't anybody that looked like me doing stuff. It was mostly like men doing things in Orlando. So I was just kind of like, hey, do you need an intern? They're like, what's an intern? And I'm like, an intern is somebody that works for you for free and you teach them everything you know. And that's how I started, really. I was interning for everybody in Orlando that had something going on. And at the time, I was going to school and living in Poinciana. I was driving from Poinciana to downtown Orlando every single day. And I'll be out there to like three when the club is done because I'll do flyers. I'll be helping the clubs clean up. I would just learn everything because I was just like, if I want to help artists, I need to be where the artists are, which is like at the venues or at the studios or working with different people or even with promoters. And every time I went somewhere, I was like, I have a question. So how do you book these artists? Do you pay them? You know, like I had to ask all these questions because I wanted to know, you know, when I do decide to start something, how am I going to like go about it? And is there something that they're doing that I don't want to do? And is there something I can learn and apply it to my thing? So that was like I did that for three years, like no pay, nothing. I was just interning, recording studios. I even interned for AO. I work with you. (laughs) I work with Moxie. I work with everybody that was doing something in Orlando. And then eventually I started my own thing. And it was like, it was the worst day of my life. (laughs) I cried because I lost so much money and I wasn't really working. And I'm like, I don't know how much a venue costs. I was paying like almost a thousand dollars for a venue that I couldn't fill with like, because only 40 people came to my event. (laughs) (laughs) and I was just crying like it was just the worst experience ever and I'm like you know what if 40 people that don't know me show up to this event if I keep doing it will 40 more people show up so I kept doing it and now I'm at 400 (laughs) so it's like it's it's, it took a lot a lot of time and a lot of like crying and a lot of money and a lot of you know, relationships and a lot of asking questions. You know, even with like the seven years that I've been doing this, I actually got a job to work at a record label and all it was based off my thing that I started. Like my resume was like, I created all of this. Like I did all of this. And I worked with Summer Walker. Do you guys know who Summer Walker is? I worked with Black. I worked with this kid named Eli Derby. But it was all because I worked my butt off to create something for myself that I could be like, this is something I made, and so many people get to benefit from it. So that's how I started. <laughs> Bro, this is an interesting one. Nobody knows the story about how Nobody I started. Knows. Nobody knows. Do tell. So I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. Um, right. In high school, a, a group of us used to get um, get together and throw parties. But I was never the person to like DJ or whatever. I, I learned how to DJ in high school, like records and all that. See, you don't, you don't know. <laughs> um, but I was always the one putting the party together. I, while, while the event was running, I was running around, make sure everybody was good. Um, we had enough money at the door, juices, whatever whatever it was. So I was always that person. So that just grew in, that just helped me grow into what I do today, basically. So 
I'm always the one throwing the party, not at the party, making sure everybody's having a good time. And honestly, that's how I am where I am today. It all started there. Wow. High school. Standing in the corner with a hookah. Right. Wow. High school. <laughs> Standing in the corner with a hookah. No pressure. Right. No pressure. <laughs> with the juices. With the juices. Uh, um, so I'm originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I went to, I got my undergraduate degree in Pittsburgh. And when I was in Pittsburgh, I started the radio station at the university I was going to. Before you knew it, I was running the radio station. And, <laughs> and um, from there, then I went back to Philly. I got a job with Beasley Broadcasting. And I was working for them for like three months. And then I was like, Philly just ain't it for me. I wanted to go to Miami. I was like, I'm going to Miami. I'm leaving y'all behind. So I went to Miami. <laughs> when I moved to Miami, I had nowhere to live. I lived in a car. And then I was like, hey, if I go, get, if I go to get my graduate degree, I'll get a dorm room. So really, I wasn't going to get a graduate degree. I was looking for a place to live. <laughs> I ended up getting a dorm room. It was smart. It, it was, right? At the Very time, smart. Was smart. I ended up getting my degree. And I had a dorm room at the time. But then um, I realized I could transfer from Beasley, from Philadelphia, to there. So I started working for Power 96 down there. And I was in radio down there. I was working for the hip-hop station, Calle Ocho. We were throwing all types of festivals. And that's when I started realizing like this event thing was really cool. And I met my business partner working at the same radio station. And then she decided to up and move to Orlando. And I was like, okay, so now I'm here by myself doing this. So then I traveled from Miami to Orlando every weekend, literally every weekend. I would leave on Friday. I would get off my job, leave Friday, come to Orlando. And I just started seeing a culture downtown of where there were artists like I met Palmer Reed and I met Kim and I met Nico Wiz and I started meeting all these artists. But it just felt like, like Jennifer said, there was no place for them to really like grow out of. So that from there, my business partner and I started throwing all types of events. We threw something called For Orlando by Orlando, which was like this huge, it was a, for, for that, that time, it was a huge festival. Yeah. I mean, the first one we did, we did about a thousand people between social and arrow, which at the time I was not even working for yeah. the clubs. I, I knew Dro from a stone throw away. Like I didn't really know him like that, but I remember you put me down with the lady at the time. <laughs> to get the venues, like Jennifer said, it's, it's hard to get some of those things where you don't really know a lot of people. So we threw events like that. We threw another festival like that afterwards called Smokeralla, which was also a great, <laughs> was also a really big um, event here uh, in Orlando. And then from there, I got back into radio. At the time, I was not in radio when I moved here. So I got back into radio. I became an on-air personality at 104.5 The Beat. I was doing all their digital media, their social media. And then from there, I ended up applying to be the marketing director. Um, some circumstances happened, but put me in the place to be able to apply for the marketing director. At the time, like Jennifer said, a lot of the times you don't know really what you're doing when you're throwing events, when you're even applying for some of these jobs, but I just knew I was qualified. I knew I could do it. I believed in myself that I could do it. So when I got in the door, I just I started to excel, but at the same time, simultaneously, I was still throwing concerts. We did a concert for Doja Cat. At the time, she only she only had 400 people buy tickets originally. The day of, 300 more people wanted to buy tickets. We had to move the venue mm -hmm. at the same day, and we were we were able to do that. And we did about 700 people. We did concerts with Rod Wave. I know Sox has worked with me on projects like that. So it's like we at the same time, I never am just doing one thing. I'm running nightclubs and venues, but at the same time, I'm doing my own thing on the outside, trying to do concert series, and it just so happens. I have a venue that I work for that it's easier now for me to get, <laughs> it's easier now for me to get venues and things like that. But really the, the passion and the drive just came from being able to see you create something out of nothing. And you just got to believe in yourself. So there would be times 
Like Jennifer said, I'm up at night when I know I, sh- I have a show or, or we have a big event happening at the concert. I don't at the venue. I don't sleep. Nope. I do not sleep at all. Like I am up Bless in the middle of the night Bless thinking you. of everything that could possibly go, go wrong, wrong that probably never is even going to happen. <laughs> right. But I'm over here thinking about how I'm going to combat that if it happens. <laughs> yep. So it's like it, it, a lot of times in this industry, there's there's not a lot of sleep. But if you can get that 20 minute power nap. You are it good to go. It, it, it definitely it. helps a lot. <laughs> the passion and the drive really comes from knowing that you're creating an experience for other people to be able to come and escape from whatever there is happening in their life just for a short few minutes or short few hours, and you're part of that creative process. Like he said, he might be only doing this this part of the business where he's making sure everybody's happy, and I'm over here making sure flyers are going out, graphic design is happening, video production is happening. I'm coordinating with artists. I'm coordinating with the production team to make sure. So it's a lot of parts that are going in, and that's just my part. And if he's doing his part, I'm doing my part. You have people like Jennifer doing her part. You got the post-production from Socks. You got the talent. A lot of it is about making friends. And once you make friends in this industry and you know who can help you get your overall vision across, people always look for the money. A lot of us don't even do this for the money. The money is good. When it's good, yeah. but the money is also bad yeah. when it's bad. I had, I've had that problem. You got to know how to manage your money when you're mm-hmm. making it. Because if you just are spending it, it you're, then you're going to be looking at your friend like, bro, I need you to come sing and I ain't got no money for you, <laughs> yeah. but I need you to come sing. Listen, so, I I'll mean, the passion the show. and drive <laughs> really comes from just believing in what you are doing and what you want to do. And I, that's really how I got started. Thank you for that. that. I gotta follow that. <laughs> I gotta follow you with your Roddy Rich. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how did I get started? I always had to think. Like, don't get me wrong. Bossiness. I'm, I'm kind of bossy, so it naturally just comes to me. But I always, I always had a thing for like just being creative and being a leader. So, um, and I ran track. I was super like athletic. So teamwork was always like a thing for me. I never knew what not to be a team was. So um, in college, I actually started modeling. Modeling is a single person type of situation. So like I'm trying to talk to people and they looking at me like, why are you talking to me? I'm like, <laughs> what you mean? Like you want to be my friend? Like you tripping? Like, but then I started seeing like what what put together a fashion show? You got the camera people, you got the models, you got the makeup artists, you got the hairstylists, you got the designers, you got you have everybody in the background that makes me look good. And all I did was just walk down a runway and come back. But I, now I'm like, so what that camera do? And what is this? What is that? So I stopped modeling. And a big part of me stopped modeling is I have a son. And like that took a lot of time away from him because I would be there on set for like 12 hours at a time to only walk for 30 minutes. Like, And in heels. I'm not doing all of that. Like That's, just, <laughs> like, that's not even a, my MO. We're not doing all that. So... I kind of just was like, okay, well, let me let me figure out some stuff. I didn't have the luxury to just kind of like, you know, go to college, chill out for a little bit, do you know, figure out some stuff. Like I had to have a job. I had a kid. So during this time of me having a nine to five, I'm trying to have the right side of my brain work and the left side of my brain, the creative side and the mm-hmm. logical side. And I don't know if you guys ever felt where it's like, that's a hard thing to do. Like at the same time, having the logical and the creative side work. So guess what? I picked the creative side. So <laughs> there was one day I was just sitting at work, probably doing something I shouldn't have been doing. And I was, I, I seen a stylist and she was sitting in a neon print bathing suit inside a swimming pool. And I was like, ooh, 
I want to turn this picture into real life. Like, I want to make a video. I got the models. I got the camera people. I got the artists. I got everybody. Like, like let's do this. It had to be like a, like a Monday. I found a picture. All the way to Thursday, I planned it out. I get a call from the boss. Hey, can you come to my office? I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah, by the way, you're fired. I'm like, what? But mind you, this whole week, I have been planning for this big thing on Saturday to happen. He fired me on Thursday. I do my, I still do my thing on Saturday. Still got my people show up. Everything's cool. You know, I'm, I'm happy. Everything's cool. Two-year-old son screaming like crazy, but it's, it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? We still going to have a good time. And I was so nervous because... I'm walking around calling myself a creative director, and everybody's like, well, what's that? And I'm like, well, I don't know either. <laughs> I mean, you create, I mean, direct, you tell people what to do. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm over here looking it up on Google. <laughs> you know, so, but then I post it. And you know, like, when you post something and it don't get enough likes, now you're tripping, like, oh, it's, nobody likes it. So I deleted my Instagram. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, yeah, this ain't for me. I, I don't like this. And it just so happened that when I, Pull back up my Instagram like a week later, it went crazy. Like all my artist friends was like, "Yo, where you get the girls from?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, you need them? Oh, where you get the the cameraman? Oh, you need those too?" I'm like, "Oh, so y'all need this? Okay. Well, I'm not modeling no more, and I'm not touching the camera, and I don't edit, but I got the connections to put y'all in position to make y'all look good. So guess what? Now I got a best friend who does music. He don't know what to do, but I know what to do. So we paired together, we got together and everything like that, and I did a, a music video. Mind you, I definitely went into the hole. I drove all the way, because at the time, first of all, I don't know why Florida don't sell fireworks. They kind of make me mad. I'm a pyro tech, you know what I'm saying? But I had to drive all the way to Georgia to go get these fireworks, <laughs> drive all the way back to Florida in the same day, shoot this music video that I really didn't even know what I was doing, but I finessed it. And like, almost caught my hair on fire and everything like that, trying to make it look good. And the video did what it was supposed to do. Like, it got them signed to a record uh, to a major label. It got people looking at me like, oh, you really know how to put a team together. Like, yeah, I played basketball my whole life. So as a point guard, I know that I'm not going to be rebounding the ball as a center. So I know I'm not going to touch the camera. Let me put somebody in position who does know how to touch a camera. Okay. I know for a fact I'm not sitting behind a computer all night with my eyes glazed over the screen trying to edit. I'm going to hire somebody because <laughs> they got that under control, no problem. And mind you, this is all happening while I'm still fired, y'all. So, like, just mind you, I'm in a hole and I'm fired and I got a kid. So it's kind of it's kind of crazy trying to deal with life and be a creative. Like, I feel like we all know what that feels like to really, like, want to go for your, go for your, you know, your dream and your passion, but you still got real-life problems. Like, the family ain't getting along with you. They trying to figure out why you ain't got no job yet. You know, like, <laughs> you got bills, the rent due. Landlord don't care about you trying to, you know, uh, make your dream happen. But, you know, in my case, I had a kid, too. So I still had somebody to take care of and look up to and everything like that. So it just so happens that, you know, I had a tragic situation happen in the, in the very jump start of my career, which really put me in a spot where it was like, a sink or swim type of situation. Am I going to take this situation and is it going to propel me to go to where I need to go to? Or is it going to make me go all the way down and just like, forget this, I'm going to just find a nine to five, no problem. So a position happened, opened up at Beecham. <laughs> and um, literally just walked in, right? Same thing. I wanted to be an assistant because I know that was where the money was at. I ain't going to lie. I was trying to get the bag. 
And <laughs> it was paying like $15 an hour to stand at the computer. I was like, yeah, let's go. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm doing an interview. Okay, I start with the first manager. He like, all right, cool, let's go to the owner. I go to his business partner. And he like, oh yeah, you're not gonna be the, the assistant officer. I'm like, why not? He like, they're too creative. Like, if I hire you right now, I feel like in six months, I'm gonna have to hire somebody else because you're gonna get hired in LA to go shoot a music video. And when he said that, it put the battery in my back. And then everybody else around me, she had just gotten hired, literally, like right before I got hired. So she didn't see me do the music videos and see me do all this other stuff that people still don't know to this day what a creative director is, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, and she was like, man, you know, she's got to drive. Like, let's, let's just keep her on. So I came in um, doing the photo booth, y'all. Like, remember, I don't touch a camera, so it's kind of weird. Just pressing the, pressing the button, say cheese. Like, and from there, I was able to show my creativity. Mind you... At the time, this is a whole community of people that understand the creative side. So when I say, Dro, I'm going to be late to work today. Like, I know you told me I got to be in. (laughs) You told me I was fired like at least seven times. But like the first time time that I knew that I was going to be real deal fired, I was like... Joe, you want to be in a music video? Like, I, I mean, I mean, it made him be late with me. Like, so we're all showing up to the club late. Like, you know, he's happy because now we're in the video. But it, I needed the team around me to like believe in me. It started from the fact of they understand me. And when you have people around you that understand your drive and what you want to do, it's easier because then you meet somebody who understands you're a starving artist trying to get on stage. I got you. Okay. Now you meet somebody who understands marketing that's going to market your brand. Okay, now you meet another artist that's going to be able to like, yo, I know somebody else that writes if you do this, that, and the third. Now you know a music video director that's going to be able to put you out. Now you know a businessman that's going to be able to invest in what you have going on. So it's like when you have the parts of the people that understand what you're doing, it's so much easier. And like till this day, without these two, honestly, I can't say that I would have been able to reach a Roddy Rich, a Rod Wave a little Uzi, um, a Kodak Black, um, being able to travel to LA, BET Awards, Grammys. Like I've been a part of all this stuff already and I've only been doing this for five years. Seriously, really for four, because the first year I didn't know what I was doing. Remember, I didn't know what a creative director was. So <laughs> like five years in and I've, you know, have lapped people that have been doing this for 10, 20 years because I've had people that have my back. I don't live here in Orlando anymore. I live in Atlanta. so. Atlanta is like the baby Hollywood, as they say. Like it's start, it's starting to turn into like <laughs> it's starting to turn into like LA, honestly. And every there's production co- companies. Tyler Perry is up there. Like um, really, any major label is up there as well. So being able to be consistently like it's way faster than down here, and it's scary, low key. I call Drove and Brittany all the time. Yo, they told me in a meeting that it's this and third. What do they mean? Like, uh, socks. We're kind of in the meeting ourselves. All right, well, call me back. Call me back. Like, all the time. Or, like, I'll walk into business meetings all the time, and they'll start talking that, them numbers and entrepreneurships. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I know that. As soon as I get out, drove. So, look, this is what they said, right? Like, I don't know. It's me. What does bank account mean? He's like, uh, I'm going to just send you to Google, but it's fine. Like, I'm going to give it to you. But... When you have people that you have that you can call instantly like that, it makes a huge difference. Like, I'm in the club, right? Loud music blaring. 
John Q, yo, Socks, I see what you're doing. You want to be on the panel? Yeah, let's go. Let's be on the panel. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and for somebody to realize that your work matters in order for, you know, to pour out into other people, like, that's a major thing. Like, you want to always be able to inspire somebody else, too. Like, and like I said, I have a son. He's six years old. Everybody knows I call him my road manager. Like, he ain't, he would be here, but he got school, y'all. So, you know, I got to keep him in school. But he goes everywhere I go. We go to music videos together. They call him security. They treat him better than me. I'm like, dang. Like, like they, they put him on payroll. He's six. What are you going to do with his money? Like, you know what I'm saying? Go to Target. Right. right. He told me he's going to buy me a, little, a yellow Lamborghini. I said, let's go. Like, let's ride out. But they all know him. He goes everywhere with me. And to show him, like, hey, it's okay to use that other side of the brain that some people feel like as if it's not okay to use because it's too creative. People don't understand your creativity. Guess what? It's not for them to understand. It's really not for them. Your vision is not their vision. My brand is called Socks Visions Productions. You know why? Because my vision is mine. Socks. Socks Visions. Period. Like, so guess what? If you don't like it, I know a million people that like it. You know why? Because them YouTube views, them YouTube views are paying my bills. Like, <laughs> like let's be for real. So it's okay to be different. It's okay to have people that you trust around you that's gonna propel you. And maybe you don't know where you're supposed to go. Cause I'm gonna tell you right now, walking into Beecham, I didn't know I would be where I'm at now. Like, no idea. They probably did. I didn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you need those type of people too, like that see that. And I feel like my start and where I'm at now is like so far apart. Yeah, I don't like modeling. <laughs> modeling, like that's weird. Like, right. oh, let me do that. All right, Palmer. So since we're we're running short on time, I'm actually going to open the floor up to you guys if you guys have any questions for our panel. I know Palmer, Palmer had a little stint earlier and yeah. you're sticking around, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. so Palmer's gonna stick around. If y'all do have any more, like if y'all wanna hear more of his life, you can pull him aside and say, tell me about your life, <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, if you guys have any questions, raise your hands and... Um... Oh, you gotta go to the bathroom? Okay. Yeah, what's your question? All them bottles of water, I would have to go. Me too, yeah. I was looking too. Go ahead, please. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah? <laughs> Which, I appreciate you coming. Which concert was it? Which concert was it? Appreciate the business. Yeah, I was like, well, well, I, I, I went to the business. Obviously. What concert? Uh, oh, Eric Nam. Eric Nam. Oh, yeah. That was a big one. That was Wasn't that one. one crazy? Yeah, yeah that was yeah. a big one. <laughs> First time and <laughs> second time. <laughs> right. He came twice. Right. He came twice. She went both. <laughs> Smart. Well. Uh, oh, Power 96 in Miami? Oh, here. Oh, the Orlando one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know Power. Who's, uh, Power? Yeah, Power's the Nine, new one, right? 953. Nine, 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 that, and I mean, when I when I pledge my sorority, they used to say when we're scared, that's good. Yeah. Because that means that you want to do it. It's just there's something holding you back. And for a long time, I, I'll be honest, my mom held me back for a long time. 
Go get a nine to five. Go go <laughs> sit behind a desk. Because she did that. You know what I mean? And, and my father did that. But my sister did that. But I was the oddball that was like, I can't. For me. I mean, I got one now. But I mean, well, it's not. I don't know if it's nine to five. It's kind of nine extent. to whatever I make yeah. my time. <laughs> but you, you got to listen to that little that little bit of fear and use that as a drive, but never listen to the voice in your head that tells you you can't. I had that problem for a long time where I would fall asleep and I would hear myself being like, oh, I don't know. You can't possibly throw a concert with 6,000 people for Rod Wave. And then I wake up and I'm like, there's 6,000 people here for Rod Wave. What do we do, guys? (laughs) And I'm freaking out in the moment of the concert. But you have to push that, that, that back and eventually you won't even hear that little voice anymore telling you you can't. Because that voice right there, that's just somebody that has already instilled in you that there's some reason why they want you to go a different direction. Like she said, listen to that. Listen to that creative side a little bit more. But logical, you still need that, though, to be able to handle balance. the business. Do it scared. Yeah, do, do it, it scared. Why are you crying? Do I mean, we've it when all you don't know. Scared before. And do it. We didn't, a lot of times, <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. Like she said, you walk into the room. Yeah, I'm a creative director. What's that mean? We all have had that before. So if you're scared, it's okay to be scared. But don't let that be the reason why you don't do something. Um, I'm Haitian. So my parents are like, you got to be a doctor, Mm -hmm. a nurse, a dentist, or a lawyer. I'm not accepting nothing else. So like for me to start working in music, I had to be like, dad, just stick with me. And now I'm able to pay my dad's bills. What? So it's kind of like, so when you're dropping off the groceries. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, it's it's, it's, it's worth it though. Yeah, trust me. I know people looking at me like crazy, like, how are you traveling the world and you got a whole son? I've literally flown to LA early in the morning, 6 a.m. on a Sunday, shoot a whole 12 hour shoot, come right back back Mm -hmm. just in time on Monday to take him to school at 7 a.m. Still haven't slept. Still look like yesterday. Probably smell like a backstage. And the teachers are, look, teachers are looking at me like, why your hair look like that? It's the plane. Don't worry about it. He's here on time. Let's go. Do you have a question? Yeah. So I do have several students that um, are very interested in music, making their own beats now on SoundCloud. And um, I was talking to Palmer about it. But is there, like, um, I see that you guys are recording this. Is there a way that... I could maybe like share this with them as well because they couldn't make it today. Absolutely. But uh, I would love to get them to one, see what you guys were talking about, and and two, maybe if you guys could write like a social like handle on the board or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, just, I would love to just show them like a lot of people who started out where they're at now and kind of the different paths that they took as well. And you know, I I I have friends that are in music, also working in Miami for like hard rock as well too. But you know, I don't I don't know about that world, so I I don't I don't feel like I have enough resources for them. So I would love for them to like see what you guys spoke about today, and and maybe even if they're able to like follow you through social and you know I don't know if you guys ever reach out. Yeah, definitely. Me and him sit all day, and we'll be like, yeah, let's we, just we, do we this. We, we, we don't be yeah. even asking. Yes. Yeah. Or, or, or do you guys do any other events like this that, um, where it's like more community? Yes, we got to now. Right, we, we got to. <laughs> so what we, we me and him just came up with, um, we have a nonprofit through the venues called Aspire with us, where we do a lot of things around the city. And what we've decided to do, I mean, if it's something up to you. If you want to pick one student or you want to raffle it off, but we'll let somebody walk around with us for a day, whether it's a club day or whether it's a show day. 
I mean, or you can do two days. students because they're totally different days from different club days. day to show day with the True. preparation yeah. and things like that. But <laughs> if you want to pick two students to, to come down to the club, we'll walk them to the venues, we'll show them what we do yeah. on a day to day basis. Be life changing for them because it's like this kid just honestly like blows me away. Like I'll play his music during class sometimes just to like, you know, I don't know, tease him a little bit. Maybe we, like, could, maybe we can play it in the club. Do y'all know his music? Does everybody here know his music as well? One thing I want yeah, to piggyback um, off from the last panel is that he was saying how to go follow people on social media to you know get more about their career path. One thing that's always worked for me in marketing is um, if I need to talk to somebody from Instagram or I need to talk to somebody from Facebook or somebody in some realm that's going to be hard for me to get in touch with, I go straight to their LinkedIn page. Yeah. They're more inclined to talk to you on LinkedIn than they are on Instagram. But what I do is you go to their LinkedIn page, then you find their Instagram, you find all their other social medias, and then you go follow them across. And then you just message, message, message. And eventually, somebody Some will, will bite. They'll, they'll bite because you've reached out through them through LinkedIn. And to them, LinkedIn is the most professional platform to get in touch with somebody. So I would go to LinkedIn first before trying their, their Instagrams and their Facebooks because they're going to be, on there, they're a little bit more guarded. But LinkedIn... So yeah. it's an open they know world. it's business. Yeah, they know it's top. Business. Even yeah. Facebook now is starting to become yeah. like that more. It's but the old people. But LinkedIn. <laughs> is, is I will say um, two things. I actually host like workshops. Um, I'll host five workshops a year where we teach about different things within the music industry. So we'll have like people from record labels, people from distribution companies come and teach those things to people. And it's completely free. Like you just come, you sit down, you learn, we feed you, and you go about your day. Um, I know Ayo's not here, but he's somebody that actually has taught in my classes. And we host an open mic. It's literally all ages. So you can do dancing, go-go dancing, I don't know, backflips, if that's what you do, um, singing, poetry, like whatever you do, it's literally open to every single person. We've had kids that are like five perform. And there's one coming up, isn't there? Yeah, there's one coming up on the second, and it's every single month. So if that's something that anybody that you guys know wants to do like we also have space where if you paint or you draw you can actually bring that out there we'll set you up with like a table that's actually free too and people can like buy your art <laughs> you know because you gotta make money right so you have to put it out there so that people can buy your art it's completely free so if you guys are interested oh, yeah i'm very interested like, okay why i'm going like the main reason why I pick, well there's a lot of reasons why i pick wholesale um, but the main, main reason is the connection. So I want to market it around as much okay. as possible. I don't care if I'm doing computer animation or working VFX. I want to work in the entire industry. Right. Like, I, I want to be like you guys. I want to get all the connections. I want to look sound, design, sort <laughs> all, all the shit. Like, yeah, I understand. Just to be able... So if I'm able to go that, I'd definitely... Yeah. I have, like, five <laughs> interns from Full yeah. Sail. Oh, really? Yeah, it's called Fusion. It's called, uh, I actually have like three interns from Valencia, yeah, but it's much harder to get Valencia, Valencia interns in full cell. I don't know why. Because now you're here. <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> See, we need. I will. I will. I will. I know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know that. I know that we have to wrap up. But to piggyback off what she says, we all need interns. To be honest with you, like. Yeah. All the way from all the way from pre-production, all the way down to editing, post-production, and just production in general, like the whole nine. So 
Yes. We got work for you. We have paid internships and unpaid internships. So let us know. <laughs> Sorry, just before you go, how could they look into finding out where, when those workshops are? Is there like a yeah, website? I, I can write it on the board. Thank we have a website and all that stuff. And then, and then another thing to you guys, like what they're talking about is the people that you're with right now, the people that you graduate with, they're going to be those connections too, mm -hmm. that you can stick with. Mm -hmm. Link back up, so like, don't burn bridges with friends that are going into the same career field because they right. can get you that job awesome. later. Or or that, people in the that opposite. That's probably field. the best thing you hear today. Yeah. <laughs> what he said. Uh, so I thought that I wanted to be an industrial engineer with a minor in business. Mm -hmm. So I started my own like small business for first thing, so this company was like that. Uh, my digital IT teacher was like one of my biggest advocates for him. Uh, I made him a hat for a wedding gift. Well, I just want to know like, what are some like things I could do to like like promote my business? Because I've done a couple of, like, to promote um, her business. I saw some of her work too, it's fire. Does the people in the classes know that you have that? And are they like supportive? I see her supporting crocheting in class all the time. Yeah, um, it's part of my actual. I'm in digital art, but uh, Mr. Dorval let me do this semester to make it more crochet based. So what I do is I like design, make a design, I like edit it. Make a digital and then I crochet out my actual idea. Wow. Like at the beginning of the year, I made a crochet jacket that was a whole bunch of rain curves that put my eyeballs. Uh, she snapped. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, just based off of what you're saying, I would say to sell it in tears. Like I would sell a digital print, I'd send then sell the actual product, I'd sell it as a, a collective. I mean, I even have a friend that he does a lot of like things that's like one of ten, and then there's only ten of them that like even these glasses I have, this is one of ten glasses. So I know I got glass number three. But when you make your things exclusive and you give it some sort of exclusivity, it brings more value to it that makes people want it more. But how how would she uh, promote some promotion tips on, like, say she does an idea like that, how would she promote it? What are some avenues that she can use? I mean, social media. Social right media. now, social yeah. media is your is your biggest friend. TikTok. But, but it's also about growing your following on social media. Because sometimes yeah. you can just say, I'm going to sell something on so social media and then... And then nobody, work. a lot of people don't, enough people don't see it. So but it's like. But use other people as well. Influencers. Yeah, that's what I was like, going to say. Other, like your right. friends. I love merch. Um, friends. And use yourself too. You know, you make a video of you making right. it and the yeah. pieces and then Stuff use like that, that for your social media. I mean, you things bought like that. that sweatshirt. You said you bought it at, at Beecham because you knew it came from Eric Nam. So using influencers or even your peers that, you know, might have a larger following or a different fan base than what your fan base is. Sometimes you got to go outside of what you already got, even though that might not be the fan base you want. Sometimes you have to you have to grow it so more eyes are on it. Yeah. So some things you can do is like uh, say you know somebody who has ten thousand followers. Yeah, that's what I was gonna does say. Does some little dance videos. You can just let them borrow. Right. Something, yeah. And then be like, hey, do if you do a video for this, then I'll give you this or something mm -hmm. like that. And you know, you have a little bit of leverage. Yeah. Tag me in it. Blah, blah, blah. And then make sure they tag your business and everything. And then that may start bringing some hits. But you'll have to do that multiple times. If you do it yourself, like start growing your own following using TikTok. Or TikTok is great. Yeah. I don't use it, but it's, <laughs> it, it it's, it's it great, great for marketing and stuff like that. But um, there's other people on TikTok either talking or doing voiceovers and stuff like that. If you learn that yeah. algorithm, 
and you just have that out outfit on, somebody in the comment section is going to be like, where is that? Where can I get that from? It's, it's art or it's, it's clothing? It's clothing. Oh, it's I mean, there's a, there's a guy here in Orlando who does art, and every time a major artist comes, so you know it's now at the beach, and every time a major artist comes, he does a painting of the artist. Well, the last time he did it, he did it for Rod Wave, and that's the album artwork for Rod Wave's last album. Beautiful mind. So like, he, that, he thought outside the box. Every time an artist came, he'd do a painting. He then gifted to the artist. He just did one for the baby recently when the mm -hmm. baby came. And he always does that. We had another girl who's a fat, um, she ran a vintage clothing store. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Every time an artist would come to the city, she'd give him a gift bag to the point where those artists then started they pretty much promoting them. for her. They, they were wearing Or promoting for the artist because she was just happened to know people like us that could get her in the room to be able to gift people things. So Eric Nam comes back. Have your merch ready for Eric now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right. She's a crochet artist. She does yeah, don't worry. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. But just to, just to piggyback off of what Palmer said too, like until you get to that point where you're reaching all these people, having a, a, a fast, like sped up tutorial of you making that is very interesting. Very cool. I'm 28 years old and I will sit on my bed all day and watch somebody make some food. Right? All day long. And try to do it myself. It'll come out the same way. I hate it. Now, now it's like, or same thing of, I will literally watch somebody do exactly what I do. Honestly. Like, rewind a little. Always hungry for younger me. Any version but current me. I roll with the What's up, everybody? This is John Q. And this is Alex A. And you are listening to Free Music Reviews with Consult Q&A. You can catch us live on twitch.tv slash allmyhomies or youtube.com slash allmyhomies every Wednesday night at 8.30. And you can visit our website, www.consultqna.com to submit every Wednesday. Follow us on all social media at Consult Q&A. Boom. Boom.